I am Jaslyn, and if I was a mask of Michael Jackson, I would never wear it in public. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ellen, and my socks have foxes on them. And this is... High expectations! <laughs> doesn't that doesn't need to be hard? You can't have a flaccid. <laughs> Gotta have the courtesy to be hard. Jaslyn's here in present, and I'm a little bit lit, but that's okay. We're ready. Today we are talking about... The 1990s. I was born in 1991, so when the 90s ended, I was, I was like... Eight. No, seven? Eight. So I'll tell you what I can remember. <laughs> oh shit, I should not have had that third wine. I was a teenager when the 90s ended. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that shaped part of my experience of the 90s. Yeah. Because, you know, when you have that, like, teenage music love. Yeah. Things get stuck with you forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what band had a seminal album in the mid to late nineties? Mm, I don't know. Probably Radiohead. Radiohead. <laughs> the Spice Girls. But Spice I have a lot Girls. of good memories of the nineties with music <laughs> because you know you had had the grunge era. Uh-huh. You had the Britpop era. Yes. You had the general kind of like alternative rock era that was like awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that's still my, like, go-to music. Yeah, yep. That's my 70s. That's what <laughs> freaks me out now, is the 90s are our 70s. Yeah? It's like, in the se- in the 90s, my parents would talk about songs in the 70s. Mm. I would see bands from the 70s, but it seems so long ago. Yeah. I feel like but you're going to, like, go into a rap. <laughs> but it's not long ago. It's yesterday. <laughs> And these albums that are like, like a t- these <laughs> albums that are like a turning twenty. Yep. And this mind blowing. Yeah. I've enjoyed this album for twenty years. And I guess you associate it with being like fresh and new because it was new to you at the time. Yeah. Exactly. I don't have that feeling. Like I like a lot of the like music eras that you talk about, but I was exposed to it much later on just because it's good music you know like we're talking about the 70s or the 80s there's bands i like then but i don't remember them fresh like my experience of the 90s was very different mm. <laughs> okay computer turned 20 years old mm-hmm. last year now when it came out that would be like being still obsessed with an album from 1977 wow yeah when you put it like that yeah but anyway that is the tail end of the 90s. Yep. Where I was maturing, I had the good music, internet was starting to come out. Uh-huh, yep. Everything was dial-up. Not many people had the internet, but the, the the bottom end of the 90s, I think that's where the real magic is. Because it wasn't the 80s. It wasn't the 80s. It wasn't the 80s. I feel like there was a shift in adult culture, 80s to 90s, and there was mm. a shift in childhood culture. Mm. I was thinking today about what I remember of the 90s, like 1990 to 94, say. What do I remember? I remember rollerblades and... <laughs> I remember that too, yeah. Neon clothing. I had a bright a neon pink t-shirt and shorts combo. <laughs> My brothers had yellow and green. And we probably looked like total dorks, but we felt cool because it was shiny 90s clothing. 
And we had rollerblades. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast today about the parent trap, which I think did come out at the tail end of the 90s. The new one. Yeah, the new one mm. with Lindsay Lohan. The previous one's 50s, I think. And they're wearing really oversized clothing. And they were saying in the podcast, mm. like, one of, actually, they have a similar dynamic in that one of them was a teen when they watched the film, when the film came out. The other one was a kid. And so she was like, you probably can't remember. But in the 90s, everything was very, all the clothing was really oversized. And I remember that. I don't know if this was, it just kind of blend for me, like the late 90s and the early 2000s. Obviously, the early 2000s was much more formative for me. So it's much more vivid. Mm. But I remember it was really cool to wear pants that like fell down and exposed your underpants. Yeah. I remember that being like the height of cool when I was at primary school. I don't know if it's ever been cool, but it was definitely a trend. <laughs> and some people, it is still a trend. <laughs> and I walk behind them and I think, what the hell are you doing? It must be so uncomfortable to walk. I think the clothes not being especially fitted is definitely mm. something I associate with like, very, late 90s fashion. Yeah, very loose. Things were described, I remember, things were described in shops as being the baggy tee, oh, the yeah, baggy yeah. shirt, yep. the baggy pants. Nothing was fitted because fitted stuff was probably too 80s. Yes, and yeah. And there was a revolt against being 80s because 80s was uncool. It was seen as the most uncool decade. That's so strange now, though, because they think the 80s is considered a very cool retro time now. It is, especially amongst younger people. Yes. Who are thinking, like, 80s is, like, their 60s. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wish I lived in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing that gives me the most cringe is early 2000s clothing. Do you have a reaction to the time period like that? Like, when I think of, like, satiny mm. clothes and, like, little caps and little wearing... Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, three-quarter pants and belts around your waist and tassely things. I'm like, that is <laughs> the, the most disgusting fashion that ever happened in history. But it's just because it's something I remember and look back on and cringe. Yeah, like, um, definitely more... It was, it's like a mix between 80s fashion and 2000s fashion. And I think the the bagginess came a bit from, I think there was more of a rise in, like, sort of hip-hop culture. Yeah. Coming into the mainstream. Yes, yes. You want to have baggy clothes, because the rappers all had baggy clothes. Yes. And there was, like, the slobby kind of grunge look that was, you know, rising. So they kind of meshed together. There's also the, like, think about Blossom, TV show Blossom. I don't remember. Okay. I don't know if She was kind of iconic for, I want to say, yeah, baggy, baggy pants and like waistcoasts. Wait, waist. Waistcoats. Waist, waistcoasts. Waistcoasts. <laughs> and like, like wide brim hats. Yeah. I was saying this the other day. I definitely remember having outfits that were vests. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't ooh. Yeah, no, it wasn't it ooh, was no. so It was so normal. Yeah. But I did. And, yeah, horrible. Yeah, actually, come to think of it, it's probably a show I associate the most with the 90s is Friends, which makes sense. Yeah. 
and a lot of that, like, especially in the earlier episodes, is very, like, vests and things like that, yeah. which must have been the height of cool at the time, because it's like a TV show, mm. but you look back and you just think, well, it looks terrible. Yeah. And they, and in Friends, they make fun of 80s fashion as well, like, there's one episode where they, like, go back in time and they're going through all different stages of 80s fashion. And at one point, they, like, pull up the sleeves of their blazer, and they're very particular about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a self-awareness that uh, fashion and fads, like, they come and go, but there's no self-awareness of the fact that, obviously, what they were wearing at the time was going to look really dated. And actually, a lot of people have been saying recently that Friends is really dated. It has not aged well. It hasn't aged well. It's really interesting, eh? Yeah, like, your 90s suits are all about just being a little bit too big yes. and really long jackets. Yes. Whereas 80s was much more casual in their style. And the big shoulder pads. Yeah, the big shoulder pads. 90s is like, give me this double-breasted kind of suits. I just did Google search for suits, by the way. That's what <laughs> is that Julia Roberts in a suit? Yes, it is. Well, that's, that's probably the most 90s thing that has ever happened. Isn't that massive suit she's wearing. <laughs> It's really big and all over the place. She looks like a child wearing their dad's suits. <laughs> but that's how everyone dressed in the 90s. It is, right? But like, her hands are <laughs> lost in the sleeves. Like. I do definitely have a fascination with the time because it's the time I lived through but don't remember very well. One thing I really... I always used to ask my mum, like, what... You know, there's always something that characterises decades, like the 60s or 70s and the 80s, and that's something that was really familiar to my parents, so they could share that with me. Not something I lived through, right? I only hear it through history. But I always used to ask my mum, like, what characterises the 90s? Like, what is particular to the 90s? But I think it was too kind of fresh, and she was like, oh, you know, there's nothing distinctive about it. But now Mm. looking back, I think, like, yeah, all of the things that you've already outlined, but there's a lot of other things, like, I think especially the health crazes we have now have a lot to answer to for the 90s. I think a lot of the health crazes oh, yeah. started in the 90s. Like the 90s was all about depot machines. Yeah. And like thigh squeezer things. <laughs> like, I feel like infomercials started in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And just, yeah, everything was like, as seen on TV... Go buy this thing because you can't buy it on the internet, so you have to buy it through the phone. And you never saw any reviews of that, so you just thought it must be good. And then <laughs> fold away step machines under everyone's beds. I'm doing a Google search for 90s clothes, and I forgot this other feature the exposed midriffs. Oh, yes. Or the baggy pants with the tight tops. Yes. Or the like mini sort of tartan skirts. Um, very popular as well. I remember at school, showing your midriff was so popular that we would take our t-shirts and we would, you know, that thing where you can, like, turn it inside the collar of your top to make oh, it yeah. into a crop top. Yeah, yeah. And I remember one time I was wearing my, like, Dalmatian singlet because it looked like a crop top, which I thought was cool. And then my sister came over to me and she was like, why are you wearing a singlet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair, though. <laughs> yeah. But singlets, though, yeah. Layered singlets and tank tops. Oh, yeah. Very 90s. Even, like, yeah, dungarees. Here <coughs> on Mary Kate, I think. Um, There's a very big revival of this kind of style, I think. There is, and I see it. Especially in, with very young people. Yeah, I yeah. see it in the youths now. In the youths, yeah. And, like, and like, it's like, how's so that? 90s. It's like, you, 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 you were just born, probably. Yeah. 
It's amazing. Yeah, it's like, how is that already retro, like already vintage? Because... Like, it only just happened. I know. <laughs> you blinked and it was 20 years later. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Oh, right. I guess some of the, the youths that are wearing it, like, maybe they were born in the early 2000s. Yeah, they were. Oh, wow. Early to mid-2000s. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, I missed out on the 90s. Now it's time to be cool. But they're not cool. <laughs> Jasmine's just here to tell you, you're not cool. You're not cool, all right? <laughs> I, got, I asked the podcasting community for some, like, 90s things I remembered. Yeah. Which, we won't go into all of them, but I thought there might be some good spin-off points for what we, we remembered and forgot we remembered. Pokemon came up quite a lot. Yeah, I was obsessed with Pokemon. Still popular. Was that something that you missed? Yeah, I think it was more my my younger brother was into Pokemon. I was so into it. I was obsessed. Like, I think Lily says that she had, like, a whole bunch of different toys and stuff. Mm. I was the same. Like, the, the more toys you had, the cooler you were. Definitely. Super Soakers. I had a Super Soaker. I think I had a Super Soaker. I think I vaguely remember Maybe them. Maybe my brother had a Super Soaker. My younger brother had a Super Soaker. And I just borrowed them. I had a Furby. It was actually really not cool, but it was my favourite present ah. I pre- basically ever had gotten at that point. I think you've talked about Furbies on the show before. Furbies are terrifying. I wonder when you talked about it. <laughs> Pogs have come up a few times. What's a Pog? I don't remember. They're like a... <gasps> I remember them! Are they like those funny little disc things? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they had like Looney Tunes on them and stuff. Yeah, like various pop culture things for the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what you did with them. I don't remember what you did them either. Can you connect them up or like play games with them or something? I think you have to like stack them or flick them or something. I think they're just kind of collectibles, eh? I also remember bubble gum and then they'd have like little pictures in them. Oh, like you you collect the cards? Yeah. There's like Spice Girl ones. Collect the cards with Big in the early 90s and like I think late 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then they kind of people start giving a crap. That sounds kind of cool, though. Collector cards. Well, the, people either stopped giving a crap or I stopped giving a crap. <laughs> it's I hard mean, to know. I remember I had this big collection of Simpsons cards. I feel like I've still got somewhere. Oh, yeah. So Brent talks about how everything aired on TV live and you had to just watch it. Yeah. There was no Netflix. You could record it on videotapes. And mixtapes were a thing as well. Or, like, you'd record mm. what was on the radio onto a cassette. That was a big deal, eh? Yeah, yeah. Listening to that one good radio station. I feel like this was a thing that was universal all over the world. You'd sit there waiting for a good song to start, and then, like, record. <laughs> or you'd call them... I remember we had to... This wasn't in the 90s, but it was early 2000s. But we had to, like, get a song to play on the radio. It was, like, Toxic by Britney Spears. And, of course, you you just couldn't just look stuff up. Or we couldn't look that up. Yeah. So we asked in the radio... We called them up to request that Toxic got played. We were like, keep calling them, keep calling them, keep calling them. And then we called them about three or four times to the point where they were like, look, we know that you really want Toxic to play. We know you've called us four times. Stop calling us. <laughs> And they were going to play it in the hour anyway. <laughs> but yeah, just things like that. Like, you couldn't just look stuff up. Yeah, like, there was very little in the way of, like, internet. You had, like, music stores. You had to go buy your music on a disc or a cassette. Yeah. Same with movies. You could rent them at a video store. Remember those? <laughs> 
Yeah. TV was like once off. You might get a repeat at some point. Children's shows would repeat constantly. Simpsons repeated. Oh yeah, Simpsons repeat. But like shows like after school shows like I mean we used to watch a lot of like Saved by the Bell and spin-offs. Yeah. Blossom, um, Doug. Um, all that kind of stuff. Doug? Is it their Doug. cartoon one? Yeah. Yeah, I love Doug. I love Doug. Yeah. And like those would just play in a loop every day after school. So yeah. after a few weeks the season had looped back around again and you just watched them over again. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Of course Katie from Thank Fucking God It's Friday podcast is like I love Thank God It's Friday TV. Those night shows like Step by Step and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh yeah. Like, oh amazing. yeah. Fuck. Yes. Give me that Sabrina. What was her name? Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. And her previous show was really amazing too. Like Carissa or Clarissa. Carissa explains it all. Clarissa explains it all. And her friend would just like come through her window all the time. Yeah. So okay, that's not weird at all. Yeah. Um Hanson. Music wise. Oh yuck. I think I was like, I don't know what was wrong with me, but when I was a kid, I hated Hanson and I didn't like the Spice Girls either. Yeah. You can cut that out if you want, because people might hate me and send us hate mail after that. I hate Hanson. I didn't hate the Spice Girls. I don't hate the Spice Girls either. I just didn't really get into the hype. I've never heard a Spice Girls album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely did, because my sister really loved them. But but. I I know the singles. Yeah. And as I've said to Alan the other day, if I hear stop playing at any point, I will just get up and do the dance next once. <laughs> I love it. I mean, a few people said um, Spice Girls and Hanson. I also like Mary, Mary Kane and Ashley Olsen and all of their many, many movies. <laughs> I wanted to Jen say all that Rugrats. I love Rugrats. Yeah, me too. Especially because the Rugrats dad reminded me of my own dad. Oh, yeah. I can see that. They kind of look similar. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. Savage Garden. Nerf. I never really got into Nerf. Jurassic Park. That was big. I remember that was big. I remember McDonald's or something had a Jurassic Park tie-in. And it was like, here's the Jurassic Burger or something. Yeah, I remember going to McDonald's a lot. And, like, through the drive-thru a lot. Uh-huh. My family went to McDonald's a lot. My, my parents lived in the UK in the 80s and they were like, yeah, we like when we first, I think McDonald's is just kind of being introduced to New Zealand when they first went out there, I'm not sure. But they were like, yeah, we were like, McDonald's is the worst. Mm-hmm. And they just went there all the time because my mum said food in London was expensive even then. Lion King, Disney movies. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. I remember Lion King again. McDonald's tie-in, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pocahontas? Was that 90s? I remember Pocahontas. Probably was. Yeah. I think I was too cold to see Pocahontas when it came out. I think I was a child, so... (laughs) (laughs) Kate says, 90s for me was X-Files and boy bands. I wasn't really into boy bands either. I wasn't into X-Files. Especially when the Smoking Man was in that one. A little reference there for uh, 90s music. I wasn't huge into boy bands because I was into Britpop. Yeah. Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. Yeah. They were kind of later in, I think. Definitely. I constantly watch Cartoon Network. I saw some of it. Brendan's. Adult Swim as well. 
Oh, yeah, I loved Adult Swim. More when I was an adult, I guess. <laughs> when I was a kid, I watched Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. And I also watched South Park and Family Guy. Did that come out in the late 90s or early 2000s? The South Park was 90s, South eh? Park was definitely 90s. Yeah. Um, Family Guy, I think 2000s. Yeah, but quite early 2000s. Mm. See, Amanda says, portable CD players, Sony Walkman. Oh, yeah. I had one of those. Watching Star Wars on VHS without the bad CGI inserts. <laughs> and Boy Meets World. Oh, I love Boy Meets World. So good. <laughs> Topanga Forever. I have strong memories of Walkman and CD players. I had a Discman. Yeah, I had Discman after a while. <laughs> I remember thinking that was like the best technology. It was for a bit. It was. <laughs> Discman were cool because some had like bass boost and anti-skip technology. <laughs> <laughs> we have such like nostalgic memories of like mix CDs and cassette tapes. Mm. And I love the idea of them. Yeah. But I do not love the idea of having to use them again. No, definitely not. Rewinding and fast-forwarding sucks. I used to um, play audiobooks on cassette when I went to sleep. And I used oh, to yeah. play the same ones over and over again. Like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. But also weird shit happened. Like sometimes the cassette tape, like it would just spit out all of the thread of oh, the yeah. cassette. remember Scary shit. <laughs> you get the pencil and like try and wind it back yeah, in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and actually calling people on the telephone. Yeah. <laughs> you know people's numbers off by heart. Yeah, like your best friends. Yeah. And I was like, I have literally no idea what Alan's phone number is. <laughs> best friend. No idea how to contact her if I had to. <laughs> Should write that down somewhere, maybe. Should I? <laughs> My friends always like tell me stuff like, when I was young, we used to arrange to meet people, and if they didn't show up, they didn't show up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like they didn't say, I'll be running about thirty minutes late, or oh, can we take a brain check? I don't really feel like it today. You couldn't do that because mm-hmm. you couldn't text them because they'd already left the house. Yeah, and like it just blows my mind. Like you were saying, like, the idea of using all the discmans and stuff is cool, but, like, actually having to use them would suck. But I think that if we had some of that culture back, that would be fucking awesome. Hmm. Yeah, the landline culture was actually kind of nice. Yeah. You like, ring someone's house, like, hello. Yeah, and, like, you know, if you were in a relationship, you just, like, talk to them nonstop, like, all night. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I was a teen, that was a thing. Whereas mm, I don't yeah, think, like, teens now would do that. They just, like, instant message with each other all night. Snapchat each other. <laughs> no, it's just not as fun for me. I don't know. But then I guess there's mm. Skype now and things like that. Okay. Like, I never Skyped my local I'm de- friends. I'm definitely nostalgic for landlines. Like, yeah. actually giving someone a yeah. call. We That's some- cool. And we have really good phone calls sometimes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. We just call each other. It's been way better than typing it. And we, like, chat for ages. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Music-wise, speaking of what you were saying about cassette tapes. Yeah. Amanda says, Music, Nirvana, Four Nine Blondes, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah. The Spin Doctors. Yeah. And I was devastated when my Spin Doctors cassette tape was eaten by my brother's player. Because <laughs> that's the thing that happened. <laughs> Playing music was a risk every time. 
And Dark Dance. I, I still only know, only know that one song. <laughs> wow. Finger Boys? Oh, Finger Boys. Aqua? <laughs> I know a lot of Aqua songs. <laughs> I owned Aqua Aquarium. No shame. It was great. Actually, when I recently went to Japan, Sean, Sean's then boyfriend, was driving us around. He was like, Sean is forcing us to listen to the Vinger Boys. And it was like, we liked party. We like, we liked party. And I was like, mm, could have easily left this in the past. I like that. I only kiss, kiss, kiss when the sun don't shine song. Yeah. Isn't it like the bow? <laughs> oh, okay. When, it's when, not where. <laughs> I thought I just thought that maybe it was a euphemism because somebody told me, but now I realise how wrong I was. I, mean, I think it is. It's about in the night. You know what? This is not about. This is about wanting to someone in a hookup scenario and not like a full time relationship. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. It was progressive. It's legitimate. Yeah. yeah. Nikki from Six Degrees of Wiki. I also loved the co-ed sleepovers I convinced my parents to allow me to throw with a bunch of horny church kids. <gasps> we had them convinced it was so innocent because we were all in the youth group and so chaste. We were not. I got more action at these sleepovers than I did in all the regular high school parties I attended. It's amazing. What? I really wanted to expand on that. Like, what action did she get? <laughs> well, she didn't expand, but... I'm guessing there was definitely some more than makeouts. Ooh. I reckon there was maybe a bit of uh, hands involved. <laughs> maybe maybe some mouths where the sun don't shine. <laughs> I'm not sure how old these horny church kids were. <laughs> but it high sounds age, real naughty. Sounds like high school age though. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's definitely not what my sleepovers were <laughs> like at high school. Goosebumps books. Oh, yeah. Christopher Pike books. I don't really read Goosebumps and stuff. I, I saw the TV show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just like thinking books I read as a kid. Like mainly people were reading like Harry Potter and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's I don't. I think that was late nineties. Was it early two thousands? Harry Potter. Actually, maybe that must it was nineties. I think it was nineties because my mum read me the first books. Yeah, it definitely was. And I was like too young. Yeah, to have the movie read them came myself. out two thousand one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I feel like the 90s has a really, like, 90s sound. Like, apart from, like, the whole, like, Britpop grunge scene, like, the real, like, top 40s bubblegum pop kind of sound. Yeah. Just had a certain vibe to it. I can't really explain, but when you hear it, you're like, this is so 90s. <laughs> yeah. I just associate it with school discos. Do you remember oh, that yeah. song? Okay, a couple of songs I remember. Cut na joe, did a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go there? Cut na joe. Disco song ever. <laughs> that came out in the 90s, though, eh? Definitely did. Yeah. yeah I remember that one. Did. And I want to have sex on the beach. Come on, everybody. And when it came on, we'd all be like, ah, sex on the beach. Oh my god, it's so bad. Um, In the Macarena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the novelty songs from the 90s, eh? <laughs> well, they still happen now, like Gangnam Style and Soldier right. Boy. But yeah, I, those ones definitely stick in your mind because they're so catchy and you just can't forget them. <laughs> what about that last catch-up song? Was that... When was that? Oh, I reckon that was 90s as well. You think? Yeah. Pretty sure. So, hey, ha, hey. <laughs> 
2002. Wow. But yeah, great music otherwise though. Oasis. Yes. Radiohead. Smashing Pumpkins. Pulp. Suede. You've forgotten a Britpop band. Bjork. A very important one. Which one is it? Blur. Blur. <laughs> Nirvana. Um, all the big grunge bands. Uh, I just feel like a lot of them Also really the movie? Albums. Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. It's very 90s to me. 1997? Cruel Intentions? Great soundtrack. Great movie. Great yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 90s sort of brat pack they had. Yeah. Which is different to the 80s one. Oh, the, the 90s. The brat pack. That's what I was trying to think of the other day. Because, like, in Trevor Pursuit, the frat pack came up, which is, like, a oh. lot of comedians. And I was like, oh, maybe that's that thing from the 80s. But that was the brat pack, right? And that was that, like, Robert Downey Jr. and stuff? Yeah, I think, like, I think 80s was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like, Emilio Estevez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Judd Nelson. And I like the you know, rom-com kind of teen drama stars of the 80s, I guess. Yeah. Whereas in the 90s, you had Sierra Michelle Gellar. Yes. I guess we should mention Buffy. Three 90s. Yes, yeah. Shout out Justine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Megan Jan. Shout out Megan Jan. Always talking about Buffy. Um, Making me want to watch it, actually, how much they talk about hmm. Buffy. Yeah, like Ryan, Philippe. Felipe. Felipe. Whatever his By name Felipe. Is. By Felipe. It's been 20 years. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is still huge. So. Yeah, still going strong. But I think Selma Blair, who's also on Cruel Intentions, has kind of dropped off. Mm. Um, I was obsessed with Heath Ledger and Freddie P- Prince Jr. Oh, yeah. Pre-90s. <laughs> um, the 10 Things I Hate About You. When did that come out? I want to say 98. Oh, okay. I think. Alicia Silverstone... Oh, yeah. we in a previous episode recently. It's like, kind of, yeah, it's actually kind of like some people are just of their time. Like, Molly Ringwald is very 80s. Like, that was her peak fame. Yeah. It didn't continue past then. And that's like Alicia Silverstone as well. Um, 10 things with 99. Ooh, wow. it's okay. very close. Still the 90s. Yeah, Clueless is just one of the most n- seminal 90s movies. Yes. The outfits throughout the whole thing. Just perfect 90s. The music, very 90s. Just brilliant. So I'm just seeing this picture here of Heath Ledger with his big curly hair. Reminds me of Paulie Shore, who was Alan's looking at me blank, but like Paulie Shore. <laughs> had, he was like the Adam Sandler of the 90s. Okay, yeah. He just had so many like classic 90s comedies. They're all stupid, but he was everywhere. <laughs> You're such a for me so I can see what he looks like. Isn't he looks Adam, like that. Is that picture? Adam Sandler, the Adam Sandler of the 90s? I don't think so. I think Adam Sandler peaked in the 2000s. Okay. Paulie Shore. When did The Wedding Singer come out? Is that early 2000s? Um, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> Paulie Shore. Like, this guy. He just had, like, long curly hair. Yeah, he's definitely familiar. You, you probably would have seen him around and things. But, yeah, he was just everywhere. His little catchphrases. Buddy. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I've heard him referenced in The Simpsons. Oh, yes. Because there's like one episode where it's like all of the worst people are being f- flown. All the best people are being flown to Mars and all the worst people are being flown into the sun at Y2K. Aww. And Homer and Bart end up going on that. And he's there. And he's like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> and I didn't <laughs> never, ever got that joke. I didn't get any of those people on the plane. Like, it must have been some seriously awesome oh, no. shade if you knew who they were talking about, but I did not. 
equally sure it's definitely fallen from grace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I was going to say is um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Will Smith, super popular. <laughs> yeah. Um, Family Matters, Steve Urkel. Any, any final 90s thoughts? I thought it was really interesting when we were talking about, like, stuff I feel like people thought were cool when I was younger, you know, younger and stuff like that. Mm. And I was like, now I look back and it makes me cringe. I think it's really interesting that the things we think are cool now, people will look back on and cringe. For sure. <laughs> like, hips, like hipster culture? Yeah. I think that when internet was dial-up and slow and you had to really work hard to get anything downloaded. <laughs> yeah. You appreciated it better. Because you spent hours downloading this, so you're going to damn well enjoy it. <laughs> Whereas now, everything's instantaneous, and if you don't like it, you just throw it away, who cares? You can just click, 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 without having much attachment. I don't want people to think about what is in their lives now that they're just taking for granted, and have us a bit more appreciative of what you've got, and maybe try and hold on to things a bit more. That makes sense. It does. It's like um, that quote from Amanda that she was devastated that her tape got lost. Mm. Like nothing feels that precious anymore. Yeah. Try not to have such a disposable culture. Yes. Yeah. I think it's getting to a place where we no longer own things either, which is maybe dangerous. I don't know. It could be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Take pride in collecting things, even if it's hard. And then you might appreciate them more. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) We'll talk about 90s games or something or whatever, childhood games, in another episode. Okay. So we'll see you there. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hi, this is Laura Jane from Bygones Podcast. We are an Ali McBeal rewatch podcast. So who better to say thank you so much for listening to this 90s nostalgia episode of High Expectations. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, Jasmine and Ellen will be waiting for your emails at highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or you can always leave a comment on a post. You can find the girls on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can also subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Have a great week. Okay, Hi. okay, the study exercise. What's a kind of fish? What's a kind of fish? What's the first fish that comes to do here? Seriously, seriously. My mind's in a Doberman. Which is not a fish. <laughs> it's fine, whatever, that works. Name a kitchen utensil. The spinning thing. <laughs> do you not know? I do know. I do know. I'm not helping. I'm like trying to like make you like awake, like make you active. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm. Hi, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got massive time for hi, I'm. Uh-huh. <laughs>